Hello, hello, hello. This is your host, Deshaun, and I am so excited to be back here with you all on Freedom Revamp, the podcast. More importantly, I'm excited to be joined by Miss Elena Narciss Dandreth, who is the host of Own Woman Podcast, which is a Christian-based podcast, and she's going to be here with me today to discuss self-discovery. Say hello to everyone, Elena. Hi, everyone. So before we hop directly into our conversation on self-discovery, you know how we do things here. We want to first ask you, Miss Elena, how do you define freedom? I define freedom as being able to do as you as you please, but in a respectful manner, you know, being able to make decisions where you want to live, what you want to do with your life and having no limitations on how far or how um, what those limitations might be. But being able to just really just go after what you want is is how I define freedom. So, Elena, now that you've defined freedom, what are some ways that you go about practicing freedom? Are Founder talks about this idea of freedom being a practice, something that we have to practice daily so or weekly. So how do you go about practicing freedom on a weekly or daily basis? Um, one way that I practice freedom in my personal life is by focusing on self-care. So one day out of the week, I do one activity by myself. And this is could be whether traveling or just going to get a massage or something where I can practice like working on me and having the freedom to be able to do whatever it is that I've had on my list to do for quite some time. And so I try to be intentional about the time that I spend with myself um, whenever I can on the weekends. That's awesome. I think self-care Um, It's often looked at as a luxury, but it's so important to do, especially now um, with the onset of the pandemic. For me personally, there is very little to no sense of a work-life balance. So it's very important that I find ways to um, love on myself since we don't have that um, extra aspect of community. Like we don't really get to commune much anymore. So we have to find a way to commune with ourselves quite frankly, a plus. We get to spend more time with ourselves, which brings us to today's lovely topic of self-discovery, which I'm super excited to talk to you about because I know that you have quite the expertise on self-discovery. So as we go ahead and hop right into this conversation, um, I would first like for us to go ahead and define self-discovery. So um, I'll let you go first. How do you you define self-discovery? I define self-discovery as in learning the origin of who you are. So this could be the root of your family. It could be what you like and don't like and just knowing who you are as a person as a whole. And I think self-discovery, it it looks different. It looks different from when you were a kid to now as an adult. And I think it's a process. It's a journey as in, you know, you'll never be done with getting to know yourself. You're constantly growing and changing as you grow up. So I think it's constantly learning who you are and what you represent. I love that. I would have to agree. For me, self-discovery is about being intentional, about understanding and knowing who you are and how you fit in the world around you. I think one of the most popular things that sprouted up throughout quarantine um, on the newest popular app, Clubhouse, um, people have talking about this idea of imposter syndrome, which is not new, but it's just resurfaced. And it's very real when you don't have a good sense of self. 
Um, sometimes you feel like you don't belong in spaces or that you're not qualified in spaces. So I think that self-discovery ultimately allows for you to be in tune with who you are mm-hmm. and um, with who you are. So I, I love that you kind of bridged where I was going to go next with the conversation. You talked about self-discovery as more of a journey, which was going to be one of my questions. Do you think that self-discovery is a journey or a destination? I definitely think it's a journey because I feel like a destination has like an end point where I think the way that we think our life is going to be is usually totally different from what it ends up being. So we're constantly having to grow and shift who we are based off of where we are physically and emotionally, mentally in our lives. And so I think knowing that the journey of where you are and getting to know yourself right now might look different in the future. And I can say personally, for me, the journey of self-discovery has been, it's been an up and down cycle. It's been a roller coaster of many emotions and just experiences, even from looking at my childhood of, of growing up in a household with two parents, you know, how that shaped me to going off to college and my last year of college losing a parent and then going into the real world and trying to find a job and and having life different um, and trying to find a job and having disappointment in the life that I thought I was going to have to, you know, the life that I end up having, which I'm happy about because, you know, when we're thinking about where we're going to, where we're going to be, where we see ourselves, sometimes we miss a few steps or we miss like the whole trajectory of everything that involves with the life that we want to have. And so I think the journey that I'm on with self-discovery, I've been very intentional on each place and space that I am in my life, whether, you know, back in college, I enjoyed being in college, but there were steps that I need to take on self-discovery. In college, I decided to go to therapy because there was some trauma in my childhood life that I just kept running into while I'm trying to enjoy my time in in college. And same thing when I graduated from college and went into adulthood, there are there were moments where I still needed that help and therapy, or there were still moments where I'm trying to um, expand, you know, and career wise. And I just, I just needed some time to myself to figure out what is it that I want out of life. So whether that's making time for myself to go on a solo trip or, you know, being intentional about um, getting therapy again or, you know, making my mental health a, a priority. Like there's always been a journey within self-discovery throughout these years and it looks different through every year through every age um and and then reflecting back on like childhood things of now as an adult I think has a a big part in why you know our self-discovery journey is so complex and like there's not a a moment where you can pinpoint well I'm done discovering who I am like there's not there's never going to be a point in your life where you're just all the way the person that you want to be or you need to be. There's always room to improve. There's always room to grow. And that's what I've learned is that whenever I complete learning one area about myself or about my life, there's always somewhere else within the within mentally, physically, emotionally or somewhere in my life that I can shift that energy to and work to improve so I think that's why I think it's a journey because you're never done growing you're never done discovering who you are like you change just like the seasons or even more frequently than the seasons so I think it's definitely a journey 
Absolutely. And I feel the same way because I think that's why I got so like on board about self-awareness. I think the the big, very beginning of my journey, unfortunately, um, I have to admit that I didn't start until I was in college because before then I was just kind of going with the flow so much that I didn't really have to be very self-aware. I mean, we were young. There's so many things that are kind of already spelled out for you that you don't really have to have a strong sense of self um, or we're just not, you know, it's not really promoted like having a strong sense of self. Cause as a kid, it's like, do what we say and, and less of what you want to do. And then it's hard for you to start to speak up about those things. So the older I, I got and the more conflict I was having with like, authority figures or just the things going on in the society around me or conflicts with myself as a woman and more importantly a black woman I was like my goodness like there's so much I don't know about me that I I need to explore and when I started to explore those things it was like okay there's things I don't like here but how do how do I go about fixing them so like you mentioned with therapy I actually just only recently started therapy so I look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, if someone could have been there to talk to me or talk through these things with me when I was experiencing them in college, it might have opened my eyes a lot sooner to some of the things that I knew to be wrong with me. Um, And I know it's hard to admit that, like for many people, it's like when you go on this journey of self-discovery, you might be thinking like it's going to be perfect. You're going to go through it and you're going to find out all these great things about yourself, but there's a dark side to it where you find out things that you don't like about yourself or things that can improve and you have to be willing enough to um, make those adjustments. So for me, I think it definitely is a journey. You talked about it being something like we can change as frequently as seasons or even more frequently. And that is so true. One instance can change you for the rest of your life or just for that, like it can change you for a season, whatever the case may be. So it's very important to function in self-awareness on this journey of self-discovery because you want to be intentional about knowing who you are because then you know how you feel in certain situations and you know how to address those feelings and you know how um, to allow others to treat you, which is so important um, to the way in which we move throughout this world. So I definitely am on this journey um, and it's, it's not an easy one, like I mentioned, but it's one that I'm so happy that I am intentional about being on. So as we move forward, I want to talk, I talked briefly about some of the ways in which um, I was able to discover myself, but what are ways in which you think one can discover themselves? Like what are some steps towards self-discovery? You talked about therapy, which I think is, definitely one I would say but what are some other ways in which you think that one could like move toward discovering themselves I think um, one way is journaling and and writing down who far as characteristics of who they want to be and where they physically see themselves being whether that's career-wise personal life what goals that they have and I think that helps you kind of discover where you are right now and then looking at that paper and seeing where you want to go and being realistic about how do I get to this journey or how do I get to being this version of myself that I want to be and I also think another um another 
aspect that can be taken a part of self-discovery is doing a self-evaluation on who you are. You know, I constantly throughout my day reflect on actions that I might have taken the day before or a week before and kind of evaluate like, well, maybe I should have did this better. Or I should have did this kind of just giving yourself critiques on your personality traits, how you are emotionally and and evaluating those things, because I think you can learn a lot by just stepping back and taking time to look at who you are. You know, we're always constantly spending time with others. Well, right now with the pandemic, you know, we're having to social distance. But prior to that, you know, a lot of us probably never went a weekend by ourselves or not being around people. And so I think though, prior to COVID hitting, a lot of us probably never even spent a week, a weekend by ourselves. And so now that we're in COVID lifestyle of being in the pandemic and having to social distance, we're kind of forced to be by ourselves. And so I think it's important that we allocate time throughout our week, throughout our day to just self-reflect on what we've accomplished, what we've done, what we could have did better. And I think that's something that I personally do a lot in order to help better myself. But another thing is um, actually being intentional with the people in our lives and asking them for constructive criticism on our personality traits, on on things that we do in our lives, or just even asking for advice on certain areas within our lives from the people that we love and trust, it can also help us on the journey of self-discovery because I feel like that's been an area of t- receiving constructive criticism has always been an area that's been sensitive for me. I like getting it, but then again, there's also the reality of receiving constructive criticism sometimes can be very mind-blowing. It can be very um, challenging to hear some of the constructive things that people have to say, but you have to know that the people that you have in your circle in your life are going to tell you what's right and tell you things that are definitely going to help improve you as a as an individual. And so I think having people who can check you when you need to be checked and having people that can help you get to where you want to be back to that list. I was talking about creating that list, um, having people to mentor you and help you be the person, the woman or man you want to be is important. But I also think another uh, thing, a third thing on self-discovery is trying new things, you know, There are things that we all love to do, and there are things that we never tried, but we just sometimes might assume we don't like. And so I think a thing that's helped me on the journey of self-discovery is making a list on new things to try and things that I probably never would have thought about trying had I not stepped outside of my comfort zone. So I think also in self-discovery, you can't be afraid to get outside that comfort zone and try new things. But overall, I think all three of those things, making a list of who you are, who you want to be, reflecting with the people that you know, taking time for yourself, also trying new things will all help you on the journey to self-discovery. I love that. I think for me, if I was going to throw some things in there, the biggest thing that you said there was self-evaluation. And I mean, I talk about it and I have my own way of doing it and understanding that that's my way of doing it and not sh- not being so certain as to how others might want to choose to embark on that journey of self-discovery. But you talked about criticism. And I think just to kind of put things in a full circle for me, I'm an actress. So much of my career, um, I am allowing myself to be criticized. And it was like 
a lot harder when I was coming into who I was as a woman than it was when I was younger. So in my youth, like when I would perform when I was a kid, all the way up until um, I had gotten to college, to be honest, a lot of the critique and stuff I would get, I would kind of just take it to the cheek, take the direction and keep it moving. But when I started to like discover who I was and come into who I was as a woman, it was a little bit more difficult and I had to understand what was going on. But at that time, when I was in, in college and I was getting these critiques from professors and things like that um, in my acting classes, I was super insecure. So the things that they were saying affected me a little bit differently than they did before in a moment where I, like in moments in my life where I was secure or I didn't care as much what people had to say about me and I needed to know what was going on. And that was at the beginning of my journey of self-discovery. I noticed, my gosh, Deshaun, you care a lot about what other people think about you and not enough about what you think about you. So I had to sit down and, okay, Deshaun, who are you right now? What do you like? What do you not like? And one of the main things I wasn't happy with was my insecurities. And I needed to tap into where they were coming from and why I was so easily affected by what people would say about me, whether it be negative or positive, why I was fueled by... Um, people's approval and that tapped into a lot of my childhood traumas so then I was like okay now I'm very much aware as to why this is affecting me now in my adulthood because it's it's a piece of who I was or what I was dealing with when I was a kid that I just never I I just kind of like let it you know heal and kept moving but it it never really fully healed Um, so I think for me when I sit down to do self-evaluation it really is writing how I perceive myself Um, versus how others perceive me. So one of the common things that people do now with the use of social media is they might get on there and say like, say something good about me or like one thing you like about me on your page or whatever the case may be. And sometimes that can be really helpful um, to just see how people perceive you. Um, Obviously, I don't encourage everyone to do that via social media, but you know, your close friends and family whom you might care a little bit about how they feel about you or you trust their opinion of you just ask them how you perceive how they perceive you and then compare that to how you perceive yourself and more importantly like making sure that you have a positive perception of self because that's a big part of the self-discovery is understanding like there are things that you might not like about you but why don't I like these things are they things I need to change are they things that I'm just nitpicking about like what are the what is it what is the deep root of those things like insecurity was a big thing that I was dealing with um because I was like becoming a woman so there's a lot of things about wanting to look a certain way or be treated a certain way about people uh, or be treated a certain way by people around you or whatever the case may be but that was because that was something that was brought on to me by society and like I said those childhood traumas so that was something that I could change but people around me did not even see that we did an assignment in class which is what led me to self-discovery and I had my fellow peers tell me that like they thought I was super confident and they had no idea that I was dealing with these things. So it's very interesting the way in which we perceive ourselves versus how others perceive us. And that's a big part of our um, process toward self-discovery. And more importantly, the thing that really got me through all of it was knowing how God saw me. Once I separated, not only how I felt or how others might feel, And I saw how he, how much he cares about me and how intentional he is about all the little things in my life. It changed my, my mind. It changed my outlook. It gave me such a greater sense of hope because I was like, my God, God was so intentional about the smallest things in my life. He cared enough to make sure that this happened so that later 
when I was feeling down, this would happen or whatever the case may be. He brought this person into my life. There's so many small details that he took into consideration when crafting what I know to be my life that that truly helped me understand who I was and whose I was. And that was a big part of my self-discovery journey. So I'm so grateful that um, I was able to tap into that. I love that um, because I feel, especially that last part you said about God, because the older I've gotten, the more that I've got gained a better relationship with God. Because, you know, you're not a childhood growing up in church and all that. You're having the influence of your parents be so strong in that relationship that you have with God. And now that as an adult, I'm the one who's seeking and having the desire on my own to have a relationship with God. And so that really has shaped me as a woman as a woman that I am today by having that relationship with God because there are insecurities that I have like I have a lot of self-doubt where I was too dependent on my circle and family and friends who I trust and confide in to help me make different decisions in life like I literally used to have like no willpower of being able to make just even some basic decisions without having to consult with people because I had so much self-doubt and knowing that God had given me discernment of being able to make the right decisions for myself even when those were some that might not seem very rational to others but God the the but the closer I've gotten to God, the more God has opened up my eyes to be able to see I've given you all the tools, everything you need right here inside of you to be able to make certain decisions for yourself, to be able to be the woman that I want you to be. And so I think definitely the relationship that we have with God definitely helps us scope the person that we're supposed to be and find that self-discovery within God, because I look at who I was even from college to who I am now, even just the simplest things from the clothes and the music I want to listen to. Yes, like you know when we was going out in college all the short short stuff and revealing things that we wear that we used to wear my mindset because I've gotten closer with God has changed to want to be more modest in my in my dressing the more conservative in that the way that I talk you know I'm not trying to say a curse word every single sentence that I say you know trying to be mindful of God in this walk of, of life and who I am as a woman now and I think honestly that's pretty much how I'm trying to live my life you know and that's one reason why I created my platform all woman is about being a woman in Christ and how you know childhood to now how my life has shaped and changed because now I'm fully submitting myself to God and that truly changes everything you know changes everything about you and so I think that's definitely an important part is like keeping God at the center of finding out who you are because outside of our relationship with God and our um, walk with God we do have everyday life you know we're humans we have jobs and we have most of our jobs take up most of our week, you know, 40 hours out of our week is is given to a job. And so that's a part of our life. But outside of that, you know, we're constantly being uh, we're constantly being followers of God. So that kind of never stops. But trying to find that balance in, you know, wanted to be career driven and, and wanted to be serve God and, and doing all these different things definitely takes a, a will of God. It takes a lot of courage and strength and balance to be able to do all these different things. And especially for people like us, uh, podcasters and having different extracurriculum activities outside of work and focusing on our uh, faith, you know, 
there's a lot of balance that needs to happen and take place. So I think God is definitely the center and the focus of this self-discovery journey that I'm on. Absolutely. And I think one of the most important things that you said, too, was like the change from like who you were and who you are now um, and accepting that. Right. Because it's like I was that person and I can hold on to the things that happened or the way that I performed then. But that doesn't even like it doesn't even stand a chance with who I am now. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like it's it's letting go like knowing that that was a piece of who you are but it's not who you are anymore and i think that that's a big part of self discovery too letting go of the things that like are no longer no longer fit you or are no longer like they don't they're no longer define who you are so one of the biggest things for me like academia was a big part of who i was like from the time i was in grade school to the time i went to college I knew that if I did get in school, I was going to get all A's or I was going to be on the president's list or I'm going to be in beta club or whatever the case. I knew that there was accolades attached to my high achievements. And then when I graduated and didn't have that anymore, it was like, uh, so now what do I do in life? Life doesn't give me an A. <laughs> um, so it was a little bit different. And I've talked about this on previous episodes, but that was a really big shift for me. And it shifted a lot of other things about who I was. Like you talked about how we used to dress. Like I look back and laugh at like the amount of times I would go buy a brand new outfit to go out with my friends on a weekly basis (laughs) because I wanted to look like something because I wanted to be seen. If I'm being honest, Mm -hmm. you know, I wanted people to see me looking good, but I I don't care as much anymore. I'm a lot more modest because I just don't want to be seen. And you know, that's to each his own. Some people, um, are very confident within themselves and choose to dress that way. But that just was not the reason why I was doing it. Um, and I know that like when I go back and reflect. So I think um, like we talked about in, you know, segueing to our next question, God was the focal point to changing everything. And by no means did I like change overnight. By no means am I perfect today. I'm still struggling with um, finding a balance between you know work and life and my relationship with God because as intentional as I want to be about it I'm also struggling with like like you said these 40 hour weeks at work I'm tired I come home and I just want to go to bed because I know I have to get up the next day to go back to work but I want to make sure that I'm committing to the person who's waking me up every morning who's giving me the breath and who's giving me the energy to get to and from that job so um I think that as I continue my journey for self-discovery, that I will grow even closer to him um, and understanding the ways in which we communicate and things like that as well. So we're close to wrapping up, but we have a couple more questions. So one of the questions that I'm really excited to answer is what would you say you have? Well, would you say you have a good sense of self? Why or why not? I would say yes. I I think I do have a great sense of self. Um, One of those reasons being I take a lot of time to be to myself, you know, and focusing on that relationship that I have with God has definitely made me a better person. We talked about changing for the better because God being in our life. And I look at how much time I used to spend on the phone is is one great example of like the conversations that I used to have on the phone just even a year ago, just wasting time that I could have been spending between me and God 
you know, by having conversations that were meaningless, like, you know, not talking about anything, just talking about, girl, what did you see this? Did you see that? Did you see that? And if they're on social media, of course, they probably saw the same thing as, as I'm seeing. And I'm having these useless conversations that aren't benefiting me to better me as a person or, you know, any type of personal development. So I think I have developed a better sense of who I am and who I am in God um, as being his child um, within the last year, because this past year has been, I think, challenging for many of us. And many of us have went through a lot of obstacles. And I think reflecting on what I went through in 2020, it was a lot, you know, from everything from focusing on my mental health to dealing with past trauma, making it through those past traumas and, and having God at the center of all those things to even shifting my focus from being a very career driven person to God, you know, telling me to leave my job. And here I am, you know, in a two month span Mm -hmm. of not having a job. And I'm like, man, I really quit that job. Like I really quit my job. And, and I couldn't believe it because that, that kind of had been my joy of even living in my previous city. I lived in Houston for three years. That had been the reason I had stayed in Houston for those three years was because I had a job there. And then I came back to Mississippi last fall and have been around my family and I realized that sometimes God shifts our our focus focus from being you know being so self self infused to being more about his purpose his plan and putting us in a place where we can shift from being all about ourselves you know it's good to have self awareness I think I kind of had at times a little too much and was kind of selfish and thinking about me too much and God kind of shifted my focus from being you know so focused on having a title and a job and all this to being like even if you don't have this job even if you don't have this you're not in this situation you're still mine you don't need anything to define you but my love in in your relationship with me and so I think that has been um what my life has been the last few months is just focusing on God. And now I'm, as I step back into being a working woman after not having a job for two months, um, I have a new meaning and a new purpose for being a career woman. I have a new meaning of, of self-love and a new meaning for all these different things that I thought I kind of understood until God put me in a place where I couldn't tell anyone, you know, the moves that I was, I was making the decision that I made to quit my job. God put me in a place where it was just me and him. I was in a season last year, um, last, I think it was like November, November. I was in a season where it was just me and God, like constant prayer, fasting. No one knew any of this stuff. Like God was like, don't tell anyone. Don't tell your, don't tell your family. You can tell a few friends, but only a few, like two or three (laughs) can know. And and God really kept me, you know, I had a lot of self doubt, because I was like, this is a huge decision, like, we're in a pandemic, and I'm about to have no health care, I'm about to have to get a a supplemental um, life insurance policy, there's a lot that I had to think about and do in order to take that big leap of faith of leaving my job of, of two and a half years. And Throughout that process, God kept me, God allowed me to really figure out who I am, you know, as a person. And I think if you've ever experienced something similar to that, where God just puts you in a place by yourself, it really, it really, it really allows you to appreciate just being 
here and just being alive, whether you're employed, whether you're, you know, living at home with your parents again, no matter what the situation is, it, it gave me a new meaning to just living and, and loving who I am and loving every bit of me, all my imperfections. And I think, um, I thank God for this experience that I've had over the last year, um, which is everything. That's awesome to have that experience. I think one of the main things that I am really excited about is learning ways in which I communicate with God. So like you said, having him put you in a place where you had to be by yourself made you get more in tune and alignment with not only who you were, but with him as well. And I think that God communicates to me in such interesting ways that now that I look back, I'm like, I thought I needed to hear this from someone else, but you're telling me. Um, and his voice is so much louder than it was before when I was distracted by all the other things around me because I wasn't taking the time to be by myself. I am a doer. I do a lot of things. So I have to make sure that I slow down because when I don't slow down, I don't get a chance to inhale and exhale and take in what's going on or take in what I'm doing. Um, my victories get blown over because I it happens and then I'm like, or what, how do I get to the next one? So th- those are things that I'm working on. I mean, but overall, I would say I have a great sense of self. I am a person who advocates for self-awareness, taking that time to do that self-evaluation because it's so important. It's so important. Um, so because of that, it really has changed and shaped a lot of the things that um I involve myself in it's allowed me to say no to things that I can't I, I can't and won't do anymore like I, I won't do those things anymore because I'm that's not who I am anymore or just saying no to things that are overbearing um so there's all of that um as well but I'm super excited to be in a, a space where I know for a sense I know for a fact that I have a good sense of self now and there's little to know things that I will take that I um, that aren't in alignment with who I am anymore. So my final question before we get into giving tips on self-discovery, I want to ask you um, with the use of your podcast or other platforms that you might be a part of, how do you use your platform to educate people on and promote self-discovery? I think with my podcast on woman, I have used a platform to talk about my personal struggles in self-discovery and my walk with God and also about singleness, because as a single woman, I think it's important to be intentional of this time that, you know, I have. And so I've also used my Instagram most recently to talk about posts about singleness and how I'm waiting and being patient in my wait. But as a, um, as a person who is very much so, like I said, in tune with myself, I think I always love to encourage others to spend time with themselves. Like I always post at least once a week on Instagram of something that I'm doing by myself. And my friends, they know I love doing things by myself, whether that's going to the nail salon, going to get a massage, going to go out to eat by myself, wherever it is, they know that I'm capable of doing it by myself. And I've always been very intentional over the years of taking a solo trip. Uh, I actually shared two years ago 
this week I was in um, Italy. I went on a Europe trip. I went to Italy, Paris, and Amsterdam all by myself. And it was a trip really full of self-discovery, of understanding a different culture um, and meeting different people. And I think I always try to encourage people if they're ever able to to take a trip by themselves because you're going to learn a lot about yourself. You're going to learn a lot about what you like and dislike. Uh, and so I think that is how I use my platform. It's just encouraging single women um, to be their best version of themselves by themselves. And so I think um, being intentional about how you spend your time is always something else that I like to encourage others on my on social media platforms. I think that's so important. Um especially when you talk about how we spend our time, because like I told you, I do a lot. So I have to make sure that the things that I'm doing are fulfilling um, and that they are in alignment with my purpose. And I'm not just, you know, doing a bunch of things. So I think that's super important. And one of the other things that I like that you brought up too, was um, that you're using it to encourage women to be their best selves, because we're talking about self-discovery. And that is one of the biggest battles I think that women are experiencing is understanding who they are um, specifically in a world that defines you. Like this is, you have to look at society and it tells us that we're supposed to be homemakers and that we're supposed to be submissive and that we really don't have much of a say in who we are. Um, So it's almost like an act of, it's almost like a political act for us to take on this um, opportunity to understand who we are and to stand firm in that. So that's something to think about as well. Um, I think for me, um, on my social media, I definitely do a lot of uh, what I call like moments of transparency and allowing for people to see into the things that I am dealing with so that they might say me too, or that they might be encouraged that they're not the only ones going through what they're going through, because that is the complete opposite of what we see nine times out of 10 on social media. We're getting like what people call the highlight reel. And that's not always the great things that are going on. There's also times that are tough and it um, to me has been helpful for people to be transparent with me and to um, share with me their things and things that they have gone through um, as almost a form of encouragement. Like one of my favorite verses in the Bible is like, take heart, my child, for I've overcome the world. And when I look at that verse, more importantly, I think like the little things that I complain about, Jesus dealt with those things. Okay. He didn't, I complained about traffic. My man was walking, you know what I'm saying? Like there's a lot of things that I complained about and he has come and overcome. So it's, I think it's a, a lot. Um, I think it's, it's a lot of just being honest with who I am when I'm utilizing my platform, specifically even here on um, the podcast. I remember when Courtney reached out to me and asked me to be the host, I was like, me, a host of a podcast. Girl, don't nobody want to hear me talk. Like, nope, nobody wants to hear me talk. Um, but the more that I dived into what this process would look like, and I started doing episodes, and I started listening to myself open up, or hearing others open up, and the genuine connections that I've developed with guests, I was like, oh my gosh, like, I needed this more than I thought I did. I needed to try this. I needed to experience this. Because I have been inspired by so many of you, um, of the guests who have joined us. Like so many of you all come on here and you're so vulnerable and you share with us 
what you're dealing with or what you have dealt with in a way that is genuine and open and it allows us to grow us us here on the recording and then those who get to listen later so I think that's the way in which I've been using my platform to educate on on self-discovery because I think the biggest thing is the more that we talk about it or like make it cool I think people talk what's the phrase that people use oh normalize self-discovery yes so I feel like the more that we normalize self-discovery the more inclined people will be to actually evaluating who they are and getting more in tone with in tune with who they are um, and I think that that's very important so before we go I would like to give our guests some tangible tips on how they could go about self-discovery. We talked about it a little bit earlier when we were talking about ways in which they could discover themselves. Um, but what are some tips for someone who might be skeptical on the process of self-discovery? I think um, one tip is, like I said, make a list of things that you want to learn, explore, and even what you want to be in Write down also those reservations, those things that are stopping you. Like, is it the resources of having money or time and and try to figure out how you can do that. Also, if you see someone else who's being the person or doing the things that you would like to do on your journey to self-discovery, don't be afraid to reach out. Like having a mentor or someone that you can confide in on this journey to self-discovery, I found has been helpful because I know that I'm not on this road by myself. God has placed many people in my life um, to help me on this journey. And so you can't be afraid to ask for help when you need it or ask for constructive criticism. Um, on this process of self-discovery. And so I think that's my biggest tip is just try new things and, and really just hone into who you are and who you want to be or who God wants you to be and figure out ways to do that. Understood. I think for me, if I'm going to leave you guys with a tip, I'm going to bounce back to one of my original ones as well. <laughs> um, I'm going to, I'm going to encourage you to write down how you perceive yourself, um, how others might perceive you and take a look at that and, and rest in that and give that a beat. Because I think once you realize that what you see sometimes is a lot more critical than what others see, or that some of the things you see, you've never written down and maybe you've never put it, you've never put it in ink or you've never actually said those things. You need to see them sometimes to realize like, how do I work through these things? So I think writing down how you perceive yourself and how others perceive you is a strong tool for a, like a, a, a bounce off point, like a starting point for um, self-discovery. And that's just what worked for me. It might not work for everybody, but I think that if you take on that task of understanding um, the way in which you see yourself, it will change everything because a lot of times we're selling ourselves short and I mean I don't hate to go back to it but I'm going to go back to the fact that we are created in the image of God and if we realize that and if we live in that there is so much power to that alone that gives you hope in circumstances that you might not have ever had hope in before um, it gives you a sense of power to know that I'm not what do people say? I'm not one of those. I'm different. <laughs> I, you know, God created me 
intentionally and he gave me purpose and a purpose that I'm intentional about fulfilling. So I think it's very important that we tap into that. So that would be my main tangible tip to take with you as you journey towards self-discovery. So in closing, I just want to thank you, Elena, so much for sharing with us your story, your journey, where you're at and where you plan um, to continue to grow. It was so amazing talking to you on this topic, not only because me being biased, I love talking about self-discovery, but more importantly, hearing someone else who is passionate about being self-aware and journeying intentionally toward understanding who they are. So Thank you so much for joining us. Um, And before we go, I would love for you to share with everyone how they can find you, um, whether it be your Instagram, your website, whatever the case may be. And more importantly, what you have coming up next, um, anything that you like to share with them on how they can stay abreast of what you have going on. Yes. Thank you so very much to Shine for taking the time to have me on here. I'm honored. This has been a wonderful episode. And for all the listeners who would like to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram at Own Woman Podcast. And also you can find the podcast on all platforms, including Apple, Google, and Spotify at Own Woman. So O-W-N Woman. Um, and far as what I'm up to now, I'm actually starting a new job uh, in two weeks so I'm so excited about that I, I work as a communications um, well I'll be working as a communications manager uh, for a new university um, in Chicago so I'll eventually be moving to Chicago uh, in the springtime for this new opportunity but for now I'll be working from home so I'm excited for this wonderful opportunity and I want to encourage anyone who's listening um, like Deshaun mentioned about knowing who God is and, and knowing that we were created in the image of God definitely helps shape us in this self-discovery in self-discovery and trusting God with our life and who he wants us to be definitely will help you go beyond measures it will help you be who you want to be and even more you know more than you ever expected and so I want to encourage anyone listening to this episode to truly trust God in all that you do and all that you want to be and everything step and journey that you have uh, just put God at the front the beginning the middle all parts of whatever you're doing in your life absolutely I second that and before I let you all go I have to give you homework and I actually intend on utilizing something that Elena said as today's homework so I encourage you to Write out who you are. Write out a list of things that you know to be true about yourself today. That way you can take an opportunity to look at who you are right now, who you know yourself to be today, and you can then evaluate where you want to go or who you want to be. So know that self-discovery is not a destination and it is indeed a journey. We thank you all for listening. And as always, remember to practice freedom. Take care.